With thousands of diseases competing for investment resources, some of the most promising discoveries in the lab may never be translated. Fast Forward LLC is trying to change that with their new model to expedite cures for multiple sclerosis. Welcome to the Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM 157. I'm your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom. And joining us to discuss the financial aspects of a new model trying to expedite cures for multiple sclerosis is Dr. Timothy Coetzee, Executive Director of Fast Forward LLC, a venture philanthropy of the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. Dr. Coetzee is responsible for the Society's strategic funding of biotechnology and pharmaceutical companies, as well as partnerships with the financial and business communities. Dr. Coetzee, welcome to Reach MD. It's a pleasure to be with you, Bruce. So tell us how Fast Forward is different from other parts of the National MS Society. Sure. So Fast Forward is essentially a, a wholly owned subsidiary of the MS Society. So we are a separate part of a large patient advocacy organization. And you know, the MS Society represents and serves all people with MS in the United States as well as throughout the world. And the Society provides programs and services for individuals throughout the country to, to both learn and manage their disease and at the same time support research to discover and ultimately cure the disease. The way Fast Forward works is that Fast Forward is, supports that mission but takes it one step further by deploying our resources to support research that's happening in the private sector and com at commercial organizations and essentially supporting drug development in the private sector and taking the society's research efforts just one step further. Are you a for-profit or a non-profit? And if you're a for-profit, what's the point of you being for-profit owned by the not-for-profit National Multiple Sclerosis Society? So Fast Forward is a not-for-profit organization, but we are able to invest in a commercial organizations. And as a result of some of our support for a company, we may actually get some return back to the society. We are able to do that as a not-for-profit organization because part of our mission and part of what we're doing is to support the development of treatments for people with MS, which is part of our mission. And so we aren't uh, trying to be a for-profit entity at all. What we're trying to do is deploy our resources in a way that says, if you're a commercial organization involved in discovering treatments for people with MS, we want to support you. Our support, however, comes with the string that we expect you to develop something that will go to help people with MS and that ultimately that may get some return some benefit back to the society. And those profits or those return on our initial investment could be used by the society in a number of ways. We could support additional research or programs for ser and services for people with MS. Is there a reason that you structured yourself as a wholly owned subsidiary of the National MS Society? Is there some legal reasons or... Uh, other financial reasons? Well, there were two reasons, one of which was legal and one of which was strategic. Uh, on the legal side, as we were thinking about how to approach the business of Fast Forward, we looked at what other health charities were doing and asked the question of them, why did they approach setting up their commercial activities, their commercial funding activities as separate entities or, or separate subsidiaries? of the parent organization. And really, like you said, it's a business decision in the sense that we are going to be supporting commercial organizations. And you know, sometimes unfortunate things happen. And so if you know, we were to find ourselves on the receiving end of some legal action, Fast Forward would be the recipient of that, not the National MS Society. And that's a model that some other health charities have used. Of course, we hope that never happens, 
but as a business decision, we felt that for legal and liability reasons, that it was wise to separate the commercial aspects uh, of Fast Forward's work from the rest of the society's activities. We also thought it was important to clearly separate the funding work that the society would be doing for universities, which comes through the National MS Society's programs, from the commercial activities that would be funding companies through Fast Forward. And we felt that having a separate organization would send a clear message that, you know, Fast Forward is only about companies, and that is our exclusive focus. And that keeping those separate is is important because these days we know that universities and, and the research enterprise as a whole feels particularly strained. And so we just wanted to make sure that people were clearly in understanding what Fast Forward was about. Where does your funding come from, and how much do you currently have to deploy? So our funding comes primarily from seed funding from the National MS Society, from the parent organization, and we raise that fund through philanthropic organizations. In the coming year, we expect to deploy about $1.5 to $2 million to support specific company opportunities, and then we aim to grow that over the next five years so that we can deploy $30 million to support commercial activities through 2012. We are starting small, so we are a startup, and so we're being very modest in our initial investments, largely because what we want to do is we want to get it right. We want to learn, and, and this is a new endeavor for the society, and so we are being very targeted in our, in our investments, being very focused at doing a smaller number of strategic investments with an eye towards setting a process and setting a standard in place that we can scale over the next few years. And how many submissions or how many companies have you looked at? And can you tell us about some of the details of those kinds of companies and the research that they're doing? Sure. So we, the way our process works is we, we go through several stages. We have strategic conversations with companies and then follow that by more deeper due diligence. And so over the past year, we've talked to close to 40 companies now that are involved in some sort of process for developing a, a therapy or a diagnostic for people with MS. We've winnowed that down to around 10 that we've received proposals from and now have completed our in-depth diligence on three opportunities. And within the next six to eight weeks, expect to announce our first funded company. The types of companies we're seeing really range a gamut. Without naming specific companies, I, I can tell you that there are a number of them are involved in developing novel immune therapies for managing the immune system in MS in a very targeted manner. And so the reason that excites us is that you know, the current sets of therapies are broad spectrum. They control the immune system very generally, and neurologists would really like to have a therapy where they can target specifically to the cells that are uh, the bad actors in MS. Some of the companies we're looking at have created targeted therapies. Others are involved in regenerative stem cell therapies. We have several that are looking at diagnostics and using genomic technology to try to track and monitor progression in the disease. And that for us has been one of the pleasant surprises in that we've all heard about the explosion of genomics and, and the importance of genetics as well as all the different omics as they call them. We're now beginning to see several companies that are beginning to employ that technology to try to have very targeted understanding of what's happening in MS. And for us, that's very exciting because it'll give the physicians a new set of tools potentially to manage the disease. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. 
I'm your host, Dr. Bruce Bloom, and joining me to discuss a new model for expediting cures for MS is Dr. Timothy Coetzee, Executive Director of Fast Forward LLC, a venture philanthropy of the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. So in this review process that you've described, who's involved on your side and how long does it typically take from that original submission to the time you might actually give them their first funding? Sure. So there's two different groups of people involved. And initially, the I and my partner, Dr. Andrew Tobias, will do an initial vetting of an opportunity with the company. Then we will if after initial presentation to us we feel that there's that the opportunity meets you know our criteria and that there are that it will make a difference for people with MS we pull together a team of our scientific and business advisors and what what we do is we we select individuals who have the right expertise to assess a company from a scientific standpoint as well as individuals who can bring us the right kind of business expertise They'll come together and evaluate a complete proposal, and we ask companies to come and present to us. And so this is by a conference call. We'll, we'll have a full presentation, a lot of Q&A and dialogue between the company and the review team. And then they'll present uh, after the conclusion of that. The review team will tell us whether or not they think it's worth funding, and I'll take that to my board for a final decision. That process is very intensive. We we ask for not just a proposal, but a lot of information about the resources the company has in play, who are their financial partners, what does the management team look like, the intellectual property underlying the therapy. Um, all of that is a classic you know, kind of due diligence that a venture capital group would use. And the reason we're doing that is we want to make sure that there are no surprises and that the management team really is strong, that they've thought this through, that they have the resources in place. It's really important to us that besides there being money from the MS Society and Fast Forward, that the company actually have supporting funding around it so that our funds are leveraged alongside other individuals. All told, that process can take anywhere from... uh, three to four months from start to finish. And we aim to shorten that down. It's still shorter than what would happen if a company were to supply, were to perhaps go through a traditional grant route. But our goal would be to be able to complete an entire process, review process within three months. Will you ever take any of these ventures all the way to market or will you hand them off? And if you're handing them off, who do they get handed off to? Sure. So I like your use of the word handoff because I think that that actually is is the business model today. So most drugs that are coming onto the marketplace today really represent the culmination of a series of handoffs. From a strategic point of view, most of the opportunities we've been seeing and are focusing on right now are very early stage. So they're companies that have been in business one or two years. They're still very much in the startup phase. So our our funds are, are small in strategic investment in their ongoing work that will ultimately be handed off to somebody else. And so I would envision that most often what will happen is that the technology we support will be licensed out to a larger pharmaceutical company to, to facilitate and develop further. It's a frequent theme that we have been hearing is that companies are starting off, they'll develop something and then license it out to a larger player that has the resources to ensure that it gets developed all the way. It's possible that we will stick with something all the way through to the market, but I think in today's business environment, the likelihood that that will be the pathway for us is really probably a minority case. I think most of the time we're going to see that our investment will be handed off to somebody else 
And, and we're very comfortable with that, actually. We think that the smartest thing that the society can do with its fund is to strategically invest in something and then get it to a point where somebody else can come along and take it to all the way to, to the FDA. Because when you think about it, if it takes $200 million to run a Phase three clinical trial for a particular MS therapy, that requires an organization with significant resources. I'd like to thank our guest, Dr. Timothy Coetzee from Fast Forward LLC. We've been discussing the aspects of a new model to find cures more quickly for multiple sclerosis. You've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. For a complete program guide and podcasts, visit www.reachmd.com. For comments or questions, call us toll-free at 888-MD-XM-157. And thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Sean Cutler from the University of California, Riverside, and you're listening to ReachMD-XM-157, the channel for medical professionals.